This episode of the Cup Project podcast was uploaded on the 11th of February, 2018. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cup Project podcast. As we usual, my name is RJ and I'm here again with... RJ's friend Alex. There we go, you could have been a bit quicker on the ball then. Sorry mate, I don't have a, a career in professional radio. Yeah, but you've now currently done 12 episodes of I Don't Know History. It's 10. I believe it's 10. I'm doing episode 11 shortly. Well, that's up today as well. Yes. It's late. It's late, isn't it, Alex? It is late. Sorry. I have a, you know, a, a schedule that I have to stick to. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd argue the fact that Kaparaji's always been on time, but last week we were officially the first time late. Well, there so, we go. Guess who's a bit of a dick? <laughs> yes. Yeah, is, so, is it you or is it me? I honestly don't know. I, both of us? Cheers, lads. Cheers. Yeah. To being a dick. Cheers to being a dick. No, that's what the podcast the other week was about. Being a producer without being a dick. Oh, yeah, I did listen to that. Clearly, we didn't take the advice Alice gave. Yeah, so this uh, episode of the podcast is all about taking big leaps in life. Um, As I mentioned in last week's episode, I have quit my job. I've handed in my resignation. Uh, Big changes are happening in my life. And I am diving into the deep because, you know. Ch-ch-changes. Time may change me, but I can't change. Trace time. Very good. Excellent. I think you said change time, but it's trace time. Is that going to come up in the, in the guest the lyric later on? No, but. Like, Imagine if you had chosen that and yeah. you'd be like, oh, shit, that was it. I'd be like, Okay, let's quickly change that one. Gotta change that one. I see what you did there. There we go. (laughs) So yeah, um, as I have made, I've making a big change in my life, and essentially, I've worked full time since I've left uni. Um, I went to enjoy my twenties and Uh spend time with friends, and also, you know, potentially start businesses from working on Podmage to a clothing adventure that I am going down. Um, but also, I just want more time for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know I'm going to look back at when I'm 40 if I keep going down this path and go, I put so much time into being employed that I didn't work at myself or work at my goals. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. I'm going to regret that. So you would say that you uh, work to live as opposed to live to work. Yeah, currently. Uh, whereas... I feel like it's changed because a few years, like definitely a year ago, I I say I lived to work, whereas since going to my current job, I worked to live. Things changed drastically mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> since last July with big moves, big job changes, and now this time it's like I'm trying not trying to undo what I did because I gained a lot of skills. I love the people that I work with in my current place, mm-hmm. um, but it's just all about changing for the better yeah kind of thing um and the 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 big deal about this now this the part this podcast it isn't meant to focus on say like my job thing but um i think it would be a good thing to talk about taking big leaps and that can be in any kind of format of like moving out um asking someone out (laughs) um what else are big leaps uh big financial leaps uh starting to travel breaking up with someone that Kind of thing. All the sort of big decisions in your yeah, life. Yeah, just really. big decisions in your life. Alex. Yeah. Can I throw it to you for round one? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
trying to gather your thoughts. Oh, a big you? decision that I've made. Well, you can either give an example or it'd be like how to handle it, I, I suppose. Um, well, I think probably the biggest leap I've made in the last couple of years is um, moving in here with mm-hmm. my girlfriend. Yeah. Which is kind of like a, it's an adulty thing to do. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was bouncing around between house shares and things like that. And then I was in halls, obviously, in my early years of uni. And now I'm in full-time employment. And we just thought we'd move in together. It was kind of a a decision made out of uh, necessity, really. Because my lease, not lease, my uh, contract ended at my other place. And mm-hmm. I also had nowhere to live. Yeah. So I was like, hey, we were planning on moving in together anyway. I just move in in a week's time. <laughs> That's such like a, like you have a brief conversation about moving in together and then yeah. the next moment, yeah, we have to now, I'm going to be home. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I can, I can move back home for a bit. And she was like, no, you may as well just move in now. I've exaggerated a touch. It wasn't a week. It was like three weeks, but still, okay, it's yeah. not, it's not a long time to really be planning that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it move, worked. Oh. Like you, you, you're still together. And yeah, it was yeah. settled now. It's really nice. You take very strategic kind of leaps. I, I, I seem to even what is, though that that what was does that a, mean? Strategic leaps. It's like you analyze as much as you can of the situation and then go for it. Um, whereas I am commonly one for sometimes, uh, sometimes too much. Yeah. Uh, but so like in my case, I, I don't look before I leap. Oftentimes, I feel like this time. I'm definitely doing that again because so like when I moved to Cardiff originally, mm-hmm. I had five hundred pound in my bank account, uh, no job to go to. I quit a job that paid all right um, to just move out because I wanted to. I think that's, without really thinking. about it. I think that's it. the healthiest way to do it. To be honest with you, if if you have a gut instinct and feeling, you just try and do it as quickly as you can. Yeah. Because like I said, like I find sometimes that I analyze things too much mm-hmm. to the point where. I've analysed it and now the opportunity is, is, is gone. So yeah. like applying for certain jobs, I, I see things on, you know, the, the various jobs, like platforms. And, um, Indeed, go, total jobs. We, we can talk well, about I didn't want I didn't want to list any, just in case uh, they, they're listed. If anyone, yeah. any of them want to sponsor us in the future, feel free. But like, other than that, go for <laughs> That'd it. That'd be super. Um, yeah. yeah, totally. Like, totaljobs.com forward slash Kapraji. Get yourself... A job? I don't know how they'd sponsor us. What work could they do? Not like we could give them five pound off. We they could give us really... interns. Oh my god! Imagine pod mage interns. Yeah. Give it. Get me coffee. Give it five also, six years, and we'll be there. Edit all the cabarages for the we'll next have a, year. We'll have an office in Cardiff Bay. <laughs> you send interns, and all the interns will flock there. Oh my god! No, but yeah, and then. Tom has said that his dream is to yeah. have a Podmage office. I just not nothing big, but like just mm-hmm. an office of any kind. But there's analyzing and then there's um, worrying and procrastinating. Yeah, where it's like, oh, should I do this? Like, if you'd gone, you could still be living in Swansea with your mum and dad, and you're like, I'm gonna move to Cardiff at some point. Yeah, but it's just putting down a time frame for yourself. Like, I think people don't do that enough in general, particularly at like work and things. Like, oh, I really want to do this, and I really want to do that. So we'll just do it then. We had this. We had a, a conversation in a similar vein to this uh, in the New Year's podcast. I think it was the first. Was it the yeah. first episode of this season? Um, yeah, it is. Uh, we were talking about setting like New Year's resolutions of but, don't put things off, just do them now, kind of thing. But if it suits a right a, a specific kind of time, like I used to go, oh, I'm gonna start dieting and working out, and I thought I'll I'll wait till this month, so then I can do this and get all this prepared. Do you want to go to the gym at all? By the way? No. 
No, not at all. And then I just prepared. I, I thought to myself, I keep putting it off and keep putting it off. Do I really want to do it? And I thought, well, no, obviously not. No, I was going to say, essentially. Like, Sorry, I that's go, the air freshener going off. Yeah, that's fine. I was going to say, the one, that, the gym that I go to is fine. But I I used to go to the gym with Mike. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm after a gym friend. I'm after a gym friend. So if you wanted to go to the gym. I'm sorry to just drop it like that. But no, no. I realised <laughs> that I, I don't have any desire to go to the gym anymore. And and I'm reasonably comfortable with my body shape. It's not mm. it's not ideal. Like carrying a bit of a tired. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> if you're happy, you're happy. That, that, that's, exactly. That's and I don't thing. think being slim is going to help my overall happiness, to be honest with you. Yeah. More money. That's <laughs> that's where my happiness. Money isn't the root of money. Isn't what the is root it? of happiness. You can't buy happiness, but you, you, you can, can buy things that can make you. Happy. If you have enough money, you can rent a bouncy castle, and that's pretty much the same thing, <laughs> right? Fair dues, fair dues. Oh, imagine, just, right? Just imagine. I'm idea. not allowed a bouncy castles anymore. Every single event that I go to that has a bouncy castle, I'm like, let's go on the bouncy castle. We go up, and just like, no, you can't go on the bouncy castle. You're like 23, mate, and I'm like. Why does that matter? Well, that's what that's that should be your next life goal is to have enough money to just buy a bouncy castle, buy a house with a garden, put the bouncy castle in your garden. If you're ever like, oh, I'm feeling a bit melancholy, just go out for a little, just go out for a little bounce. What if it just doesn't work? I'm there bouncing on a bouncy castle just with like a melancholy face, like, <sighs> oh well then. Yeah, depressing outlook. Well then, this bright bouncy castle. But then that's you can make obnoxiously annoying. My then neighbors. you can make even more money by ha- having like renting your garden out as a venue for children's parties. Comes with a bouncy castle, and then you can dress up as a clap. There's this whole, there's a rabbit yes, hole you could go down. Because what here. I should do as a fully grown adult is buy a bouncy castle, rent out my garden <laughs> for people to bring their kids over to. Then, for some reason, I dress up like a clown. <laughs> that's not for some reason. It's not like a. It's. <laughs> The way you say Think it, makes, through, makes, makes, makes a children's... Look before you... Look. No, look. The way, fine, I understand that. That's probably not a good idea. But the way you're describing it is that clowns and children's parties are entirely incongruous. <laughs> that you never see a clown at a children's party. It's like, I don't oh, think there has maybe been I'll... a clown going to a children's party... In many decades, <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll juggle at this at this at this children's party. It's like what juggling? What do children like juggling? What are you talking about? Things like that. You know what I mean? People, kids love juggling and clowns. Juggling clowns. Ju- kids don't like clowns. What do you mean kids don't like clowns? Kids don't like. Who clowns. likes clowns then? Stephen King. No one likes clowns anymore because of it. Because of what? It. Because of what? I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna murder me in my own home. How dare you? Get, oh, it was RJ was really it all along. Oh, I think, I think. There we go. Very good. I'm not a child though. Although he goes after them in uh, spoilers for Stephen King's It. If you haven't read it, read it. It's a like thirty year old book. Um, he, he comes back and goes after them as adults. <laughs> so he's not Freddy Krueger. He's not the same guy. No. Or well, it is not Freddy Krueger. I don't know. It's not. Is it? It is not. It's. It's not given a gender, is it? It's just a monster. I mean, Pennywise the clown is is clearly a man. Because it's played but by Tim Curry, which means it's not necessarily a man, if you've watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show. All right, we're getting too deep here, my friend. We're try- trying to talk about looking for like, tangents, just, boy. Tangents. That's why you have me on this show. No, I know. That's I, that's why I like talk shows. They go everywhere and have yeah. fun. Um, so we're taking big leaps. So say what what I meant by you taking kind of controlled leaps mm-hmm. is so like um, you know say like with the whole moving in kind of situation, yeah. but also. You introducing your girlfriend to us, you just wouldn't do for like a year? 
Right. And it took me to come round here to do the podcast and you inviting me around to do the podcast to, I... to finally introduce. And it felt like you were doing that out of out of like protection for yourself and cat. I don't know. I, I think when it comes to things like that, it's just it's a little bit of uh, needless social hassle. <laughs> <laughs> but like what 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 is it like the social pressure of it? No, or it's just like... my business, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. And no. I, I hate it when I have to share my business with people. What that I don't want to. So, for example, Kat and I went on holiday to South France and she put all the pictures up on uh, Facebook and I came into work like two days after we got back. Yeah. And people were like, how's your holiday? They know I've been on holiday. I said, oh yeah, it was really lovely. The weather was great. And they're like, oh yeah, I saw on Facebook and I just want to inwardly like vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, you've seen my life. <laughs> get away. You don't like sharing your... your uh, no, but I think there's much. something um, awfully Victorian about that. In that, you know, your, your private life was your private life and you shared what you want to. And now, in the age of social media, you can't. And everyone knows about your big leaps. And if you're humming and hawing about the job you've got, everyone bloody knows about it if you want to tell them. Yeah. And I'm like... But I kind of, I also kind of like that anyway. Like, I, I, I was born and raised on, on the being open about my life kind of mm-hmm. thing. I was born and raised on it. Um, so I think social media for me was a great benefit on that. Mm-hmm. But also if people, I know tons of people that don't really post much. Tom doesn't post much on Facebook himself. Uh, everything, Tom has Facebook. Yeah, Tom has I Facebook. think I'm friends with him, but I've never seen a post by him. He doesn't ever. post anything. Everyone tags him in stuff mm-hmm. when he's out and stuff like that. But other than that, he doesn't post on Facebook. He has it to message people. I tweet And be social while. privately. I do still tweet a little bit, but Twitter's different in, than Facebook in that. Facebook, you can put a picture up and it's like, oh, where's this? Oh, this is this place. Twitter, it's... It's just my, like... Screaming into a void. It's the essence of a thought that you just throw out there. Yeah. And then if someone wants to comment on that thought and open a dialogue, and that's great. That's no, like... I mean, you can instant message someone. You can DM someone. But on Facebook, it's it's just a new phone book, basically. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, gone are the days... I go, what can I stream in Friends? And, you know, I have a lot of opinions on Friends these days. But, um, not streaming Friends, sorry. We're watching Friends on Netflix. And, um... It's like dating people. It's like if, if they forget to give you their number and you lose the, the sheet of paper you they gave you their number on, that's it. You never see them again unless you have run into them in a chance encounter and be like, hey, I lost your number. And But by that time, they're like, well, you didn't call me, so fuck you. It's like, oh, I lost your number. I'll, I'll, Google, I'll look them up on Facebook. And you find them and be like, hey, I lost your number. And now it's not like, here's my number. It's add me on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, God. And the amount of... Don't, I'm just going to put this out there. Don't get so drunk that you start asking people to add you on Facebook. Because I have had someone <clears throat> grab me by the shoulder, like drunk kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Talk to me all like, chill, whatever. Don't really care about the situation. Then be like, add me on Facebook, mate. Add me on Facebook. We'll hang out sometime. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't. She follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, and she's like, where's your phone? Where's your phone? And I'm like, great. I am now being so socially forced to bring out my phone, type in this person's name, <laughs> click add friend in front of them. I'm being forced into friendship. I am being... Being forced into friendship isn't a friendship. Hey, so here's a here's a big leap. Or a big decision. Yeah. Ending a friendship. Oh, it is. Yeah. That's brutal. It's a big one. Um, but I think... I've got an example, but yeah. The way friendships work in the modern day is that 
um, people are very busy and they often don't see each other. Like I, I have recently came back into contact with my friend from school. His name is Morgan. And, um, you know, I think there's a, there's a joy to being a man in some ways that you don't have to keep in contact with your male friends in order for your friendship to, um, there's that cliche. You know, hold. There, so there is that cliche. It, it is a cliche, on, but it's... For it me, is, on the other hand, it is I, real, I do get, like, thing about it. Like, if you and I hadn't talked to each other for six months... I think that's just our like, level of hey, closeness, what's up? Though, And you'd be like, like oh, are we, are we still friends? And I'm like, yeah, of course we're still friends. I and think I, I'd be chill with you because I know how chill we are anyway. Yeah. It, it's the reactionary stuff. So, so like, um, to even if we don't interact mm-hmm. on, like, talking to each other, the, the simple fact of, say, like, you liking, say, like... A tweet of mine or me liking a tweet of yours. Yeah. That's passing stuff. I suppose But so. it's still interactive stuff. Whereas, say, like, if someone just completely cuts me off and I'm like, that'll, that, that'll bother me. I'm Especially an, if it I'm, was no, I'm I'm an, no, I'm an, I feel like you're an extrovert, RJ. Oh, fuck yeah. And I'm what they like to call an introvert. Mm-hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, introverts and extroverts can be friends. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> right? Uh, it can get... I, <clears throat> there are some friendships that I have with introverts that do get a little difficult. Because they, 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 the ones that I've interacted with don't necessarily tell me what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. And that's fine because it's, it's just them. But it, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where them telling me stresses them out and them not telling me stresses me out. Yeah. So it, it's this catch-22 that, that, that someone's going to get miffed. But typically now, out of just me understanding the situation, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Don't worry. Yeah, so if, for example, you and I didn't speak to each other for six months, mm-hmm. and then you came back and you were like, are we, why haven't you talked to me for six months? I'd just be like, sorry, I just didn't. Yeah. I don't dislike it. Have you cut me off? No. We're fine. I just didn't talk to you for a bit. Like, I tell you what, actually, I put my phone, my iPhone, on yeah. Do Not Disturb about five days ago. Yeah, and you haven't taken it off. And the first day I was like, this is the best. I literally can look through all my notifications when I want to, and then my phone just stays nice and quiet, and I'm thinking, this is this is the best thing ever. <laughs> because just, all right, just, here's, here's a little meta concept, right? Think about how rude a telephone is. How rude a telephone? How rude is a telephone? Imagine you don't have a telephone. I come into your office, and I bang on your desk and say, speak to me now, speak to me now, speak to me now, speak to me now. <laughs> Wow, that's that's it's a telephone, a isn't it? you know. And if you decline a call, it's like, oh, what a bastard! So you have to, you have to let it ring out to make the pretend that you're not there, even though you're going. I don't want to talk to them. I have had that. You can just pick it up and be like, sorry, I don't want to talk to you right now. And like, we've also discussed this in other podcasts about my potential resting bitch face that says, I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I don't think it's it should be construed as rude or even impolite <laughs> to just go. I'm not, I don't want to have a conversation with you right now. I'm sorry. It's not you. I'm I just, just not, don't want to talk. I'm just not in the mood to have a conversation at the moment. Leave me alone. But um, with that being said, um, th- th- I have started to ignore my phone a lot more recently. Mm-hmm. There is some person constantly messaging me. Right. And annoying me. And I'm like, sorry, mate, I'll try and stop. Back off. <laughs> chill the fuck out. And has rung me a few times. Mm-hmm. And I've been like, no! We spoke like two hours ago! What do you need from me? Well, I always get I always get this from... I'm sure you've probably got this before from friends as well, but I always get it from my mum. Mm-hmm. Who always says... She doesn't do it anymore. She's under, she understands. She used to be like, 
Well, you never call us anymore. And I'm like, well, you never fucking call me either. <laughs> you got a phone. It's not just like your your phone can make calls. It can't just receive calls. Like, yeah. you, if you want to talk to me, talk. Like, that's not the kind of person I am. If I want, if you want to talk to me, just come talk to me. I'm not going to be like, nah. But I'm also like, I could call mum. Could not though. I just... I, Doesn't mean I don't love my mum, you know what I mean? I love my mum. Me and my mum WhatsApp quite a lot. Yeah. Because um, I feel bad that I don't call my mum a lot, and I don't really go visit my family a lot either. Uh, because no car and trains are Because they live a, a city across and um, I it's don't a, drive. It's exactly the same situation yeah. for me. Uh, and I'm just like, well, I, I'll WhatsApp them. They 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 regularly know what goes on in my life anyway because of social media. So they know I'm okay, and I'm pretty sure... There was one time... Actually, no, there was quite a few times I, I started to click something. I just moved out. I'd stopped tweeting for a few days here and there, like a, across different months because I was busy. I was uh, with friends or I just didn't feel the need to be on social media. I do that now and again. I just drop off the fa- face of the earth on social media. Um, within two days, my mum will send me a text being like, hi, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... I know what this is about. It's because she can't see my social anything yeah. on my social media feed and is worried I'm dead. <laughs> I've said that to my mum before. She goes, she texts me, and goes, "Hi, are you all right?" And I go, "No, I'm dead." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, she she understands me though. Like she's known me for twenty five years. So yeah, yeah. She understands my sense of humor. Yeah. Um, back to the big leaps. Uh, cut, could, cutting a friend out of your life. Cutting right? a friend out of your life. How do you do it? I I don't I don't I, I don't. You haven't. No, I've you've never, never cut someone out. But I also feel that I'm self-assured enough in my own brain that I think I don't want to be friends with this person at the very beginning, and then we're just not friends. And it's very easy to just not talk to that person ever. I've cut two people out of my life in the past two years. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Twenty sixteen. Uh, I've realised that this person was very manipulative towards me, and if I wasn't constantly at back and call or approving of them. Uh, they just start to be abusive and act like I wasn't their friend. Uh-huh. Uh, and it took... I, I was friends with that person for six years prior to that. Uh-huh. And we were quite close. And then because of this... Con- I, it was a, a switch in my life. Just going, this person's a piece of garbage on fire. <laughs> Not just and garbage, flaming garbage. Flaming garbage. Um, flaming trash. Flaming rubbish. Um, and I need to cut them out. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Any social media platform that I followed them on, out. Delete them off of my phone. Gone. Completely gone. I just went, this is okay. This is good. This is good. Recently, there was some drama with another friend of mine, with this other person. Piece of shit. And I cut them out. I was like, okay. I did the same thing. So it was different. All the social media kind yeah. of cut off points uh, kind of thing. And just not interacting with them. Because... If someone does not, Fr- friendship's essentially like a two-way street anyway. Uh, if uh, if there's not trust on both sides, if there's not respect on both sides, mm-hmm. it's not going to fucking work. That's true. Um, so you th- each friendship has to have a certain level of effort put into it. And I'm not saying say like the, the effort that I put into a friendship is different to the effort that you put into a friendship, introvert, extrovert kind of thing. I mean by that, and I'm not yeah, saying so I'll, that. I'll, I'll have something to say about that, but I'll let you finish. I'm not saying that the no, I know it's the, the quality is any different. I'm not saying I'm better at friendship than you. I'm not saying <laughs> that at all. It's not a that would be a very, very funny thing to yeah. say. I'm a um, better friend than you've ever been. But like, 
I'd say but it's, but it, it depends on the people that you're interacting with and how you respect them and how you work with them if they're if it's clearly a poisonous friendship or you keep saying oh it'll get better we're just kind of in a weird kind of mm-hmm. yeah we're just being kind of off with each other lately and you've said that to yourself I don't know five times in the past six months no that's not a good friendship get the fuck out so yes mm-hmm. I agree definitely the effort that I give in a relationship a friendship is just being with the other person like I said as an introvert I think it takes more effort with me with me to be like yeah I'll leave my house and yeah go. like I'm I'm like I'm not a full like massive introvert who struggles to leave the house because I just hate contacting other people that's when you sort of delve into the social anxiety and sort of sort of things but mm-hmm. um, if I don't have a reason to like that's you're my friend and I don't to, as far as other people's standards go I don't know if I go out of my way to be friends with you mm-hmm. you know what I mean but I I like hanging out with you we and make I, a podcast and I do hang out with you and that's kind we of make podcasts the level that I expect we are creatives with each other as well yeah. like I know that you respect me and I respect you I do respect you I trust you thanks so. mate I also trust you. <laughs> I didn't mean to give you that look. I really wish Arty that was filmed just then. just fixed me with a look of, are you going to fucking sit back? <laughs> you know, like how in TV fucking shows, sit they, back they, me they now. that thing where they're like, oh, I love you. Oh, yeah, I love you too. Oh, if they, if they say thanks back instead, yeah. it's like, oh. Okay, here's one. Right. Like, if you don't trust me, that is fine. I trust you. Okay. Okay. I, don't, I mean... I made this podcast. I don't weird. know if I you know, trust you with like a bank job to join me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's, I that's the bit, level of... <laughs> I, am, I am noisy and I am clumsy. So yeah, I wouldn't trust you with that's, a bank no, job that's not tr- I would trust you to fuck it up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's a level of trust uh, beyond. So no, if, I, if okay. I go, oh, gee, look, I need a getaway driver. Say you could drive. I need a getaway driver to get on a bike. Mm-hmm. I got to throw the money to you down off the, off the roof of the bank. And then you have to just get out of there. And then the, the, you need to go to the helipad, get the helicopter. I'm just thinking about the door heist now. <laughs> get oh, the helicopter, land on, and I then come back. Computer I don't I, know if I trust you with that, <laughs> to I'm, be honest with I you. I am a great cyclist. Also, if we're talking GTA heists, always make me the getaway driver. My driving skills are mad as fuck. My get driving skills in GTA, the only a gaming thing PC, is because I really want to play game. Um, okay, games. well, I need, you know, I need to pay rent and things like that first. <laughs> Here's a good one though. Speaking about, um, oh, I love you, thanks, and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Ending a relationship. I've the, never had to end a relationship. Their relationships be, have had me being dumb. Not even. It's not even that. It's it's. If you're at the end of, have you ever had a relationship where you you end the relationship and they're like, oh yeah, but let's let's be friends and still talk and stuff. Well, I've only Don't actually had that. one relationship, oh. like anyway. Okay. So, blech. So, it it is a big leap to end a relationship, but you. You have to make it a big leap. If you don't have it as a big leap in your life, it, it'll just ruin you. Yeah? yeah, it has to be. If you know it's not going to work out, just be like, cut yourself off. Mm-hmm. Makes it so much, so much easier. As I was talking to a friend recently who who broke up with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, I, I still really care about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to be friends with her." And I just went, "Okay, shut the fuck up a sec." You know what happened in this situation. You know you can't trust them anymore. Yeah. Um, you're still going to have feelings there, uh, no matter what, aren't you? And he, yes, it, they're still going to be there, but you know they, they're going to start fading. And I was just like, well, 
the problem is you're going to be down you're always going to be thinking about mm-hmm. that subject it's not something that's going to be easily move on Above. from <laughs> you you can wish them the best and yeah. hope things happen in their life and respect them but the fact is if you're going to be around kind of thing it's going to be hard for you to move on mm-hmm. number one and number two there's still going to be that what if we got back together mentality because coming from someone who when I broke up with my girlfriend was still friends with her mm-hmm. oh my god it took so long it took me to move yeah to re- like originally to you know what you need to actually and it's still for that first year it was like I had finally started yeah. to get over to it. have a successful breakup you need the anger it's weird. You need I, to get to that stage where you're angry. Be like, well, fuck you for breaking up with me, you bitch. And things like that. Or, or you know, or twat. Dick, piece of shit. Whatever. Flaming garbage. Flaming, <laughs> flaming pile of cow I, Um, It depends. I think relationship-wise, it, I, it depends I on the person who's breaking up kind of thing. Because to me, I just get super sad. And when I... Because I think I'm just angry all the time anyway. Um, but I just get super sad and when me and that person broke up we were still constantly seeing each other and hanging out but Mm. when I went to that first year of uni it was I spent essentially the rest of the first year getting over them Uh Um, which looking back now I'm like oh that's fine I'm not hurt by it all we still hang out now whenever I visit home Mm -hmm. but there is nothing there because I had a long period of time to get over them. I've lived in Cardiff now for six years. And really? I, essentially, yeah. On and off, though, because you moved On and off, off yeah. but I moved to Cardiff six years ago. And by on off, I mean... You I moved probably... back to Swansea for a bit. And then you lived in... I'm just trying to think of how many months I've been out, away from Cardiff out of those six years. So there's two months for each year of uni. Um, mm-hmm, that's six months there. I was... A didn't, year didn't in you, my two months. Didn't you live back months? with your folks for a bit after you Yeah, finishing? yeah, for eight months. Yeah. So I'd th- call it like... Five years. Yeah, I'd call Solid. it five and a bit. Solidly five yeah. years, but on off for the past six years yeah. anyway. Um, and I've rarely seen them. So when I go back, it is a case of I'm hanging out with the yeah. group, collective group of friends and there is nothing that is like, I am a different person now anyway. Yeah. Which is why don't aim to be friends after you break up from a relationship. Nope. Go long periods of time away because from each not, other. Then you're not. And if you're if if you're not in the game to resent them, when you see them, you'll be more likely to be actually civil to because them. Because they are not your friend anymore. That's the problem. They are your ex partner. Yeah. Hey, here's a big. Well, to be fair, I still okay. view my ex girlfriend like whilst I was in uni, I referred to them as my ex, mm-hmm. and my friend said that that clearly means that you have that kind of knowledge they're not your friend they're your ex yeah when you start referring to them as your friend when you've gotten over it mm-hmm. that's when you'll realize because you start to find it weird calling them your ex because it's like oh there was something there uh, uh, and that's a different yeah. person essentially uh-huh. I, okay because me that. back in 2011 when i dated them different person to who i am now i have two people i still refer to as ex-girlfriends because i'm not their friend because fuck those guys <laughs> oh, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> you know who you are. Um, Here's a big leap, right? That I was, I was that I was planning. Thing. It got yeah, scuppered. The big plan, right? 
If you are not aware, aren't you? I'm sure you are aware. Listeners, if you're not aware, I do talk about it fairly regularly. I am half Iranian. Okay. Right? I've always wanted to visit Iran, mm-hmm. but I can't for various reasons. The other half of me is British. And as a British national, right, you can only go to Iran on a British passport as um, part of a guided tour. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I have family in Iran. I want to visit them. So the easiest thing for me would be to declare my Iranian nationality, right? Yeah. Now, Iran, the Islamic Republic of Iran, does not recognize dual nationality. Oh. You're either Iranian or you're not Iranian. So I, I, everywhere else in the world, I'm Iranian and British, but there I'm just Iranian. And as I am 25 years old and in the ripe age for conscription, I'd have to join the army and do 18 months service. Alternatively, I could wait for my father to turn 64, because, or 62, because then I would be his only son and I would have to look after his estate should he should the worst happen or kill my sister because <laughs> if, if, if you are the only child you are also exempt from military service because of again should the worst happen to you if your parents you're there to oh, right, sort okay. things out now in order to circumvent this I was planning on moving to Belgium yeah. for three years gaining Belgian citizenship and going to Iran not to live but just to, just to be there as a Belgian person as it happens, I, I met my lovely girlfriend and that didn't happen because I didn't, yeah. want, I didn't want to move away from her for three or take her to Belgium for three years. Mm-hmm. So that was, I was legitimately planning to do that. My goodness. So that would have been something. I'd be like, hey, yeah. RJ, I'm, I'm moving to Bruges. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I genuinely miss you. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. I think I miss you too. Good. I appreciate it. I'd be like, do you want to pop down to Bruges? Do I mean, I, I would come visit you, definitely, because I'd like to point out I am part Belgian. Really? Yeah. What I part? am part I I am Welsh, Irish and Belgian on my mum's side. Oh. Yeah. Your, dad, your dad's a full full on Welshman? My dad's full on Welsh. On my mum's side it's Irish and Belgian. Oh. So your one of your grandparents is Belgian? Yes. And my granddad is Irish. My oh, it's it's confusing. It's confusing. You know, you could you could apply for an Irish passport. Or a Belgian passport. And you could cool. probably get them. I could stay in the EU. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, imagine. The unfortunate part for me is, I mean, I love my grandparents, but my grandmother's my grandmother's English, my grandfather is English, and uh, my <laughs> my gra- my father's sudden realization parents yeah. are both Iranian. So, do I have any other European thing to go to? No. No. Should I go get Swiss citizenship? Live there for ten years? Invest about one hundred and fifty thousand pounds with the capital. <sighs> Swiss citizenship is hard. You've really been thinking about it's that. Hard. Yeah, See, yeah. once again, like, if that is calculated. Like, obviously, you have to calculate that anyway. But if you were going to do it, you would have do- dove in and, like, yeah. not going to do it. Well, something you need If you were going to be irresponsible, you, I, I have a feeling you would have just... There we go. Because, obviously, Cardiff is fucking different to Belgium. <laughs> But, um, that's undeniably true yeah, that's the, just that's the, the only is, concretely true statement yeah. you've made today <laughs> Cardiff is different to Belgium yeah. um, but like taking that leap of just like I've barely got any cash fuck it I'm quitting my job and leaving moving to Belgium yeah um, I have a feel I don't f- speak Dutch if my heart was set on but, French, like but. going somewhere massively different like that, like that mm-hmm. knowing me I fucking would have done it but yeah. 
used to, whereas now I've, I've started to take slightly more calculated risks. Well, everyone, because yeah. everyone in my life is seeming to be on my balls about risks. The amount, <laughs> like, seriously, on WhatsApp, me and my mum have had quite hefty arguments lately just about me quitting my job. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, have you got enough money? We don't want you doing what you did last time. And I'm just like, was I fine after last time? Was it worth it? Did I make a better decision than staying in, like, living with you? Mm. I was just, it was driving me mad. Um, there's people who always say, oh, I want to go traveling. I've never seen South America. I think to myself, it's parts of Cardiff I ain't seen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've never been to, never been. I, I've never been to Ely. Never no, I to, have now, I have. Never been to Fairwater. Never been to the Drope. You know what I mean? I haven't even been to my steg. I was thinking I'd say my steg myself. I'm, like I meet tons of people from my steg, and have I fucking been? Thank you. Exactly. It's like north of Bridgend. You've been to Radha. I've never been to actual Bridgend. Oh, yeah. The closest to Bridgend I have been is the designer outlet. Oh, MacArthur Glen. Yeah. I've been to MacArthur Glen several times. But it's then not really for work. It's not really Bridgend. It's San is where it is, and it's a dump apparently. Not MacArthur Glen. The rest of San apparently, according to people I know from Bridgend. A lot of people just in Bridget, people from Bridgend hate Bridgend because mm-hmm. there's not enough investment in it. Like it's Cardiff in the wider area. I need to go see more of that. I I I've I've been to Barry like I've been to Barry Island. Never actually been to Barry. We need to get a car and do the South Wales road <laughs> do trip. The Vale of Glamorgan road trip take us a day. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> so here we're in Barry. In about twenty minutes, we'll be in Cogan. <laughs> and then about twenty minutes more, we'll be in Dinner's Powers. Let's go see Gavin and Stacey's house. Oh my god, don't bugger off. Bugger off. Alright. <sighs> Another one then, because we talk about ending friendships, ending relationships. What about Whoa, are you trying to them? end a friendship with me right now? Shut the no, fuck go up. on. Um, starting a relationship then. Yeah. Um, when uh, it's been a nightmare, me and my relationships have either been like one night stands. Mm-hmm. where we know what we're getting into and then they kind of just fizzle out or whatever, sometimes continual seshes. <laughs> Mum, Dad, I'm sorry for listening. Uh, <laughs> but um, when it comes to actual relationships, I haven't actually been bothered in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was interested in relationships and the way that I'd ask, it'd be like, we'd hang out, like as friends normally, and mm-hmm. then ask the question, oh, hey... Heads up, I like you. Would you like to go on a date sometime? It's cool. If you don't, we'll still be friends. I yeah, I hate doing that. I t- I don't. I, I don't never anyone, know how to tackle it. I don't think anyone enjoys the process of asking um, someone out. Asking someone out. It just it just needs to. You need to be confident, and also then like, if they say no, you're just like, all right, cool, and then it's, slink away into the darkness. Because it it drives me mad. Because everyone that I've ever had a crush on. even that even talking I think just ever since my relationship from years ago just the idea of asking someone out I just Mm. remember who I was and just kind of makes me cringe of being a kid again and asking someone out like that Kat and I just kind of happened yeah okay that 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 (laughs) I'm starting to notice more people in my life that I'm friends with when they were like entered relationships with their friends have been like it kind of just 
happened? I oh. can't remember. How did it happen? I don't know. I think we hung out one night and we kissed, drunk. And I'm like, great. Thanks, guys. My, my first serious girlfriend, um, I did. I actually asked her out. Mm-hmm. But I was also pretty sure that she'd say yes. See, when you don't know because you've forgotten what it's like to have someone also be interested in you, mm-hmm. that's sucky. Because I'm yeah. left here just like, I don't know. I, yeah, no, I, d- <laughs> which is why I'm like, yeah, just ask them out and get it over with, then you'll know. And then it's like, oh, but what if I come across like a dick? And I'm, yeah. like, I'm just overthinking everything now. Well, there's a, starting romantic relationships is kind of well documented, but starting just friendships is kind of weird as well. Because do you, do you have to do the same thing? Do you have to approach the person and be like, hey, do, do you want to be friends? Well, I remember doing that when I was in, in like, nursery school. Do you want to be friends? Do you want to be my friend? That's pretty much what nursery school was. Do you want to be friends? Yeah, right. And then it just happens. But whereas, I'd say, we just approach each other and start talking now. Like, us two, we became friends the moment you asked for my mobile number in the Starbucks. Uh, in Like, by... At that uh, point, I was, just, I was just networking, but... You know. were just... That's, I wouldn't say that's the specific moment we became friends, but that was when it was like, I'm not getting rid of Alex anytime soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I think it was just like, we were both there and uh, you hadn't been to the last gathering, so I didn't know you. And you also didn't know anyone. And I talked to you and you were just like, hey! And we're like, oh, we're well, actually... you didn't go to Christmas 2012? That's where we met. That's, oh, right, okay. But you gave me your number two gatherings after that. Oh, did I? I think so. Maybe. No, it was the gathering after that, not two gatherings. It was 2013 summer because I it was in the, I remember it was definitely in the Starbucks in 20 Christmas 2012. Um we didn't hang out because we were hanging out with um a piece of shit and Mike. Um I, I don't want to say the piece of shit's name because people know him online and he's not online anymore because yeah, he's, he's a, a fucking he's a prick. sexual predator. Um, piece of shit. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, moving on from that, I think it just comes natural about friendship. It's slightly easier than a romantic relationship because when, when it comes to friendship, there are different levels of friendship. There, there's acquaintance, there's close uh, friendships and there's, there's just passing friendships. Mm Um, um, so, when it comes to that, this you're gonna fall into some kind of category, mm-hmm. or the other person's just not gonna be interested, and that that's easier to take than a romantic relationship where mm-hmm. it's like, I have these intense feelings. I need to tell the other person, oh, you don't reciprocate. That that kind of hurts. I have to deal with this. But now I now I must convince you to have the same feelings. Yeah. And because you play, be really you kind of play chicken with yourself because you're like, I like you. I have these intense feelings, and the result is, currently. You're sat in a situation of being like, I have these feelings. My life is kind of going on the same. If you tell them and you they don't reciprocate, you feel like shit. And then you hang out with that person they, for you, ages because you can't bring up the courage to ask them out. And they think of you as the nice friend who doesn't have any romantic feelings towards me and therefore I can feel really comfortable around. And then you, and then surprise. you go, can we go out? And you're, they're like, oh no, that's weird. And then they, you fall into the mythical zone of the friend zone which it's doesn't which doesn't place. exist it's called that's just called friendship it's guys. just called friendship and you being a pussy <laughs> <laughs> um, just fucking ask someone out 
Yeah. If you think, I want to be on that, then just be like, hey, do you want to go out sometime? Because you're going to end up left in the situation of, I have these intense feelings, um, where do I put them? You tell them, they don't reciprocate. You'll be sad for a little bit. Yeah. And Or you're going to be, oh, now these feelings are actually going to go somewhere. And pine and yearn and be sad and... I think and the nervous it. part of it is the fact that it is one of those two results. You either stay on the same page mm-hmm. or your life is going to change either mm-hmm. like, and be sad or be very happy, but you're slightly stressed out because you're like, oh, we're entering this you just, now. You just need to, get, you, you need to get them out of the way before you become their friend. And then it's, oh, our friendship's also ruined now. And this is the person I used to hang out with and talk to all the time. And now I can't do that. So yeah. you like, see a person you think... You, you you are, you know, uh, the, the science in my brain has decided that you will be a suitable mate. <laughs> Don't say it like that! That's just how it is, I'm sorry. Weird! Like, I, I fucking hate when people say, like, oh, that's a bit scientific. I'm like, yeah, but science is, like, the world. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, that's what humans are. People go, oh, men and women are the same. I'm like, okay, men and women should be allowed equal rights. They are not the same. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. It's like... <laughs> But then I say that, people go, you do think men and women are the same? Oh, you're an awful sexist. I'm like, I'm not a misogynist. I just, I understand anatomical differences. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, su- it's such a difficult conversation to have because you do walk yourself into the whole... You're, you're on a minefield. You end up in a minefield. You're on a minefield. In that kind of situation. Like, but I do get the general consensus of men and women are different when it comes to actual science. Physically? Like the physicality, the physicality of life. Yeah. Um, and how... They are uh, women are built for different things to say like men are as well. So there are things that they can do that we can't, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Uh, or the old, yeah. they they can, but it's rarer. It's um, I, the old stereotype of I need a tall man to get this thing off the top shelf, and it's like oh you don't need a man. Or like, say well, like, like that's a very well, small <laughs> place to get into. I can't get in there. Yeah. Can you do me a favor and grab that? I am too big. Oh too why? Because you're a woman. It's like. What do you mean that? It's like, well, it's because you're small. It's like, you say the woman who says, I don't need a man to get the high thing off the shelf. It's like, well, fucking get the high thing off the shelf then and then tell me you don't need a tall person. There are tall women. There are tall women. And also stepladders. Yeah, and, and exactly. My mum isn't the tallest person. She has a, a little stool in the kitchen. Oh, right that's, that, that sort of thing just bothers me. What, a stool in the kitchen? No, just, unnecess- oh. just unnecessary feminism. Like, I understand that feminism is super... All right, we're stepping and... into a territory where I feel like we're going to end up having a debate against Why? each other. No, no. I, this isn't the, what the, the podcast is about. The thing is, is, RJ, I'm on the same side as you. I know. But you don't realise that I'm on the same side as you. And there are so many people arguing this point that are on the same side as every feminist. And they just don't get it. Because I'm like, yeah, but... Like, you just... The things you have to take into account... I don't even know where I'm going now. Do you know what I mean? You've started waving the car everywhere, trying to like deal with everything. I, I that's just need to. Come your I need way. to stop and back out. <laughs> but <laughs> if we're gonna have a talk about feminism, we are two white dudes in a room. We need women present to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> we need yeah, the other I, side I, I of that. the conversation. Here. I, I love. I love. I women. can help you as much. I can reply to your comments as much as I can, but without all, you know, yeah, yeah. women here I, as I, well. Yeah, I love women. It's our opinion is kind of one sided like and unfair. People. I like okay? people. I might be a misanthrope, but you know. Welcome to the Cup Raj podcast. Um, those were the big leaps uh, that we talked about. <laughs> the, the, big, the big, the big, leaps. the biggest big leap I've ever made is challenging feminism on a podcast. <laughs> Which is I'm not challenging feminism, it's great. Feminism all the way. Alright? Yeah. Are you ready for 
Uh, oh, guessing the ranks. I've guessed the lyrics. The game. The game. Ah. Yeah, all right. <coughs> all right. Number one. I kept everything inside, and even though I tried, it all fell apart. What it meant to be... Oh, wait. Uh, what it meant to me will eventually be a memory of a time when I tried so hard. Say to me again. I kept everything inside, and even though I tried, it all fell apart. What it meant to me will eventually be a memory of a time when I tried so hard. It's in the end by Linkin Park. Yeah, congratulations! Yeah, boy! <laughs> I just love the faces that they pull when they when they, they start to realise Good song. Okay. R.I.P. Chester Bennington. <clears throat> So I threw that out there. <clears throat> Number two. Met her at a beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her underarm. She said, I can tell you rock. I can tell by your charm. I think I know that. Oh. I think I know that, but I'm struggling with the lyrics. Tell me, say it to me again. Met her at a beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her, uh, uh, under her underarm, she said, I can tell you rock, I can tell by your charm. Thing is, what I'm trying to do now is like deconstruct the lyrics, find the rhyming words, mm-hmm. and then, then try and understand the structure of the song. Yeah, because I've got to make sure that I'm saying them where they're not in their lyrical form. But like, it depends on the accent, because Vuitton and underarm could rhyme in a certain way. Okay. And then... Yeah. Underarm and then charm also <laughs> right. So I'm guessing Met that is her the at a beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her underarm. She said, I can tell you rock. I can tell by your charm. Is this... Can I guess the genre? Yes. Is it rap music? Yes. I'd say so, oh, yes. Oh, so kind of. I, I'd say this... Speci- they are a rapper... Right. But this one is more pop rap than I would oh, call it. Oh, is it. Uh, <laughs> is it Drake? No. Oh, fuck. Can I have the third one and come back to it? What? Can I have the third song and come back to it? I don't think, okay. I, I don't think I'm going to get it. That's fine. <clears throat> Schoolgirl sleazy with a classy kind of sassy. Little skirt climbing way up her knee. It was three young ladies in the school gym locker, and they find, w- and they find they were looking at D. <laughs> I don't know that. Schoolgirl sleazy, with a cat classy. Sorry. Schoolgirl sleazy with a classy kind of sassy little skirt climbing way up her knee. It was three young ladies in the school gym locker and they were looking at Dean. I feel like that's Alice Cooper. No. But But you're very... Like, I'm not saying you're close, but that doesn't help me. Saying that you're close is actually kind of off-putting because you're going to start looking at the more closer ones than this. Is the second one? Oh, the second one is it? Ah, uh, is it? 
Is it drop it like a top? No. Oh fuck. <laughs> I'll give you a third guess on that one. Do you want to guess the artist and then I'll say whether or not you're right? Guess the artist. Oh, right. fucking, okay, it's pop rap. It's not... Met her at a beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her underarm. She said, I can tell you rock. I can tell by your charm. It's it's, it's not Drake. It's what it's. I'm pr- almost, I don't know, I'm kind of stabbing at the dark, but I think it's one of the two big, like really big, slightly poppy rappers mm-hmm. who have married to very famous <laughs> women in their own right. <laughs> I'm right, aren't I? Maybe. I. Oh shit, is it? <laughs> okay. Oh, well, you've got to guess the artist in like 10 seconds, otherwise, like, I'm. I'm not letting you know. Okay, is it... Oh God. Is it Kanye? Yes. Is it Gold Digger? Yes! Yes! <laughs> I had to spoon you know what? that. Because I can, I can hear the beat, right? And then I look, think of the music video and I can hear, I can see him fucking dancing to it. <laughs> yes, the, the full lyric is... Cutie the bomb met her at a beauty Cutie salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her underarm. She said, I can tell you rock, I can tell by your charm. Far as girls, you got the flock, I can tell by your charm and your arm. But I'm not a what have you seen? Psychic like told me that she has an ass like Serena, Trina, Jennifer Lopez, four kids, and I gotta take all their asses to showbiz. I ain't saying she a gold digger. Because she ain't messing with no broke, broke, uh. I wasn't going to say You just did the Glee version as well. Well, I can't... Because Broke Broke is what they do it in Glee. Well, I can't say the radio word, can I? Yeah, but in the, in the actual version, like the radio edit, they go, she ain't messing with no broke. I ain't messing with no gold. Do you know the original song I is just, um, I Got a Woman by Ray Charles? Yes, I do. I, I got a woman way over town. Okay, I I knew I knew one. as soon as I heard those lyrics, I I could hear it, and I was like, "Is it drop it like it's hot?" Because they have a similarish beat. Okay, the gold digger. Schoolgirl sleazy with a classy kind of sassy little skirt climbing way up her knee. It was three young ladies in the school gym locker, and they were there, uh, and they find they were looking at D. Oh God. So I said Alice Cooper and you were like, mm, it's kind of close. I, f- I feel like it's it's one of those rock bands who talks about having sex with women all the time, isn't it? <laughs> I know what you mean. You're laughing, so it is. I feel like it's like a... This is not a guess. All right. You've got f- 15 seconds. I feel like it's Guns N' Roses or something. Okay, 15. Or like... 11. It's not Alice 10, Cooper. You said it's not Alice Cooper. 9. Eight. All right. Is it Guns N' Roses? No. Fuck. All right, well. You want to know? If I... If, okay. You're if, gonna hate yourself. Will you allow me one more shot if I guess the, the whole thing? Okay, yeah. No, tell me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got no fucking idea. Okay, it is Aerosmith and Run DMC with Walk This Way. Oh. Schoolgirl sleazy with a classic kind of sassy little skirt climbing way up in the... Oh. It was three young ladies in the school gym locker and they were, fine, they were looking at D. Told me to... Yeah, because because I was thinking of the lyrics like sung by. A, I wasn't thinking of like a rap from Run DMC. I was like, oh. 
It does, like, now that I'm like, it's one of those, one yeah. of those rock bands I'm talking about having sex with. Like, <laughs> Aerosmith, that is, it's that describes Aerosmith. That's why I was like, you said fucking Alice Cooper, yeah, and yeah, then you were yeah. like, is it Guns N' Roses? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? But yes, um, this is why I love that game. You now currently are Three. tied. You are tied with Tied with Scott, Scott. he's only done one. So. Yeah. And Alice, uh, not Alice, Olivia. I think Olivia got all three. You, you need to pick a genre for me that isn't just like hit songs. Because everyone else has had like very specific I don't know what music genres. you're into. Oh, all kinds. Well, that's why I've just gone for hits. You could just give me heavy metal if you want. Heavy metal? I don't yeah. know heavy metal. So that's why, that's just why give I... me the trooper by I made three times and I'll get it. <laughs> three different sections of the record. I'll be like, is it the trooper again? <laughs> Um, that like, is maybe I got all just like Disney songs. I'm like, I could get fucking Disney songs if, I, if all I listen to is Disney songs. <laughs> I did make Alice's one a bit easy. Did Alice get all three? No, Alice got two. Oh, what one did she fail on? Uh, the, the last one. Uh, I think that was. It wasn't Mega Man. Anymore. No, it was. It was I the other know. one from Mulan. Yeah, that's the one. It was. Um, the Reflections, I think it might have been. Well, she thought it was uh, the first song. What's it called? Bring on it to us all. Yeah. If you want to listen to that episode, feel free to look back at the Cup RJ podcast and follow me on Twitter at Cup RJ. On the Twitter. Uh, and feel free to give a review to this podcast. Uh, I'd love you forever and I'll give you a shout out next time. There's been another episode <laughs> of the Cup RJ podcast. Listen to the latest episode of I Don't Know History uh, with Alex McKeeley. Yeah, it's me. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. That was another episode of the Cup Project Podcast. Make sure you check out PodMinch.com to see all the different kind of podcasts that we are doing. Along with Book Club, which will be launching this month. PodMinch.com, a different kind of casting. This is going today, so I'm just going to do my usual. <laughs> it's just what you said, like give me a review I'll give you a shout out next time I was like we didn't give me a shout out <laughs> thank you to Ask Blaster 75 the fuck for the excellent review <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll slap you I'll slap you yes I'm, try, I'm trying to I'm not going to <laughs>